0: We are delighted to have all of you here today, uh, those from our Spanish church that are here. We welcome you. We're delighted. We thank you for participating uh, in the service. We're also glad to have a new group from St. Matthew's House. Just arrived in La Belle on Friday, and guys, we're glad to have y'all. And... Uh, it is just good to see each of you uh, here today. Um, a little bit later, I'll have Brother Carlos come and share a few words. But in the time that we have this morning, i um, got a question for you, as Brother Preston usually says to the children. But I have a question for you. Who's winning? Who's winning? And you're going, uh, what are you talking about? Is Satan winning here on earth? Does it it seem like he's winning? It does seem like Satan is winning here on earth. Seems like he comes after us on a regular basis, doesn't it? I want us to think about how Satan, even though he knows he's defeated, that doesn't stop him, does it? Satan continues to try to overcome and try to, To tempt us so that we will fall. As we look at our world today, there are more things that are being accepted as being right or being okay. And there are things, and those things are things that are completely against the Word of God. But in our society today, they're being accepted. I believe that reminds me, or should remind us, that the devil is still working. I want you to take your Bible, and today's message is more of a topical message, and so I'm going to, is my water still down there, or have I finished it already? It's gone. Okay, Preston, thank you. And we're looking at different verses. We might not have time for you to look up all of them, but you might want to jot them down. The first one is in 1 John chapter 3, verse 8. First John chapter 3, verse 8. And as we look at this passage of Scripture, it says, The one who commits sin is of the devil. For the devil has sinned from the beginning. The Son of God was revealed for this purpose. To destroy the devil's work. The Son of God was revealed for this purpose, to destroy the devil's work. I want us to see this morning that the devil is still working. Satan is trying to be triumphant. Even though it has been said that he is defeated, he is still trying to work, thank you, Trying to work and defeat and to bring us down. Excuse me. Have you ever had someone play a trick on you? Sure you have. Did you like it? Sometimes you don't, do you? It kind of upsets you. Do you think Satan plays tricks on you? Oh, yeah. That is one of his things that he enjoys to do. I want us to see another passage of Scripture, 2 Corinthians 11.3. three. Second Corinthians 11.3. But I fear that, as the serpent deceived Eve by his cunning, your minds may be seduced from a complete and pure devotion to Christ. What does that passage of Scripture remind us? It reminds us that even Satan at the very beginning tempted Eve and seduced her to do what she knew was right, but she did what was wrong. Now, if Satan was willing to go up against Eve in the garden, do you think he'll go up against you? He'll do it in a heartbeat. He'll do it in a heartbeat to seduce you, to, to deceive you, to convince you to make, a, make, to make wrong what seems right or right what seems wrong. Or I might have got that reversed, who knows, in my head right this minute. But I want us to see that one of the things that Satan does is that he tries to trick us. He'll do that to you. He'll try to convince you that something that you know is wrong and he's going to convince you to do it because he's going to tell you that it's right. He's going to say, well, look over here. They're doing it and no one's saying anything. It ain't, sure he is. I want us to see that Satan is about tricking us to do things we know that are wrong. Now, some of us, had the privilege of being brought up in church. We were brought up in church. We were brought up in a Christian home. Not everyone has that. But we we had that. And and as we were brought up in a Christian home, and as we brought up in church, (laughs) we didn't like it sometimes, but we were disciplined, right? And we were told how to act. And we were told how to act in church. And if we didn't act right in church, many of us got it when we got home. Some of us it didn't wait till we got home. I love it still when a child knows that he's getting it. He goes no, Michael, you know, he does that as a defense. You know, the parent finally's had enough, picks him up, no, mama! no, mama! no, he knows he's getting it. He knows he's getting it. But you know, in our world today. Satan is trying to trick us to say, well, you know, let the child express themselves. I've seen enough expression at the Winn Dixie and Walmart that just, that child doesn't need to be allowed to express themselves. We know that the Board of Education needs to come and visit. But Satan tricks us that we need to allow them to do these things. And he'll do that in so many different ways. But another thing that Satan will try to do, and Satan's famous for this, is that he's going to also not only try to trick us, but he's going to try to trip you up. In 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 14, it says, And no wonder, for Satan disguised himself as what? An angel of light. Now, he's going to disguise himself. See, a lot of times Satan trips us up. He will try to deceive us. He'll put those things that he knows are our weaknesses right in front of us. It might be lust. It might be illicit sex. It might be the love of money. It might be the desire for fame and popularity. He'll put those things deliberately, right in front of us to trip us up, because he knows that when we come across those things, if we're not careful, we'll fall. So he'll do it. He won't hesitate. He won't. He he, he won't. Say, oh, maybe I shouldn't do it. He's going to do it. You see, God's Word teaches us in Romans 13 about adultery, in 1 Corinthians about fornication, about sexual perversion. The Bible tells us all these things. And here's where we are today. Where we are today is that we need to see the importance, well, we need to see the importance of reading the Word of God. We've got the most important book in our hand, or on your cell phone? And how much time do we spend? We say, well, preacher, you know, I've had the Bible all my life. I've, 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 I've read it now and then. You see, Satan is trying to trip us up. He's putting things in front of us that the Word of God tells us. Adultery, fornication, sexual perversion, the love of money, the root of all evil. He's told us this in Scripture. That's why it is so important for us every day, every day, every day to read the Word of God. Because if we start reading the Word of God on a regular basis, when the temptations come, when He's trying to trip us up, we'll know exactly what He's doing and how to overcome it. We've got to start reading the Word of God again. The average household has 4.5 Bibles in it. But we are spending less than five minutes a week reading the Word of God. We need to spend more time reading the Word of God so that when Satan tries to trip us up, we are aware of what he's doing. We also need to be careful and not let Satan trample over us. What did Satan try to do to Job? Remember Job? Job in the second chapter, verse 7, says, So Satan left the Lord's presence and infected Job with terrible boils from the sole of his foot to the top of his head. Satan said, I'll get him. I will infect him to the point that he will scream, he will holler, he'll give up his God, he will not even consider it. But Job remained faithful. In our world today, a lot of things are happening. And a lot of things are happening to innocent people. But Satan will try to tempt us and, and to test us. He wants to destroy you. And that's what he thought he could do to Job. He thought he could destroy Job through his suffering and his, and, and, and his sorrow. But if you have forgotten this, because we haven't read our Bibles in a while, do you know what Job said down in Job chapter 19? Write this down. Look it up later. Job 19, verse 25. Job says, but I know my living Redeemer, or I know that my Redeemer liveth, and he will stand on the dust at last. This morning, do you know that your Redeemer liveth? I hope that you do. Because knowing that, and when Satan comes along, you should just look and say, Satan, my God, my Lord liveth and stands, and he will stand to the very end. You know, I think sometimes if we started telling Satan what he needs to hear, Satan, you don't belong here, you don't have a place here. Satan, hit the door. People said, oh, you can't do that. Oh, yes, you can. And we need to start doing that. We don't need to let Satan trample us. We don't need to let Satan get in on us. We need to say, Satan, you don't belong here anymore. There's another passage of Scripture found in the book of Romans, chapter 8. And again, because of time, but beginning in verse 37, it says... No, in all these things we are more than victorious through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that not even death or life or angels or rulers or things present or things to come, hostile powers, height or death or any other created thing, will have power to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Did you hear all that? Satan is trying to separate us, right? Right? I apologize. <clears throat> Satan is trying to separate us. And anything that he can use to put in between us, he'll do it. He won't think, he, he won't think anything about it. He, he, he'll do it. But another thing that Satan will try to do is that he'll try to trap us. Now, this is one thing he loves doing. He'll try to trap us. Oh, last year sometime, we had Brother Preston put on a different hat. It was his exterminator hat. We had some varmints in our social hall. And he used these big old traps. Big rats, big rats, Big traps. If you were going to catch a rat with a trap, what kind of bait would you use? Cheese? What? (laughs) Snickers? (laughs) Peanut butter? Peanut butter is what? What is that over there? Bacon? Bacon. Bacon. I ain't giving that mouse my bacon. (laughs) No... But you know, a lot of times to get the rats, you got to do what? You got to put the right kind of bait down there. Satan enjoys trapping a child of God. You know, nowadays we've got all kinds of different traps. We've got the old ones that we still use, but a lot of people are scared of them because when they set them, you know, they don't want their finger, you know, like that. Um, and, And so we now have sticky traps and. You know, I think that's kind of unfair, that mouth, you know, he can't move, he's trying to move, but he's all stuck in there. I'll I'll do that for you later. Um, There's some that, you know, they call in the motel, and you know, they go in one way, and those don't work, I tell you, I I think they're in there taking a nap, but, uh, you know, the motel ones, you know, and all that, but, you know, how does Satan trap us? You know, peanut butter... Some of us love peanut butter, don't we? How many of you have seen, I know I shouldn't do this, I'm going to get in trouble, but how many of you have seen the the children's movie that just came out, Peter Rabbit? Peter Rabbit. Okay, I guess you don't have young kids. Okay, I've seen it to where I could quote it. But he uses peanut butter to try to catch the rabbits. And he finally, Mr. who? McGregor? Remember you know, the, the story? And, and uh, he finally just pours peanut butter on the fence so the rabbits will come get it. But he had electrified the fence. And so one of the, well, one of the rabbits was a porcupine. He saw that peanut butter and he just couldn't resist it. And he went up there to that fence and he grabbed hold of that peanut butter on that electric fence and all those quills all over him went because electricity went through his body. Now, what does that mean? Don't be a porcupine. (laughs) Satan tries to trap us, he binds us by sin. And what happens when we sin? We become powerless because that's what sin does. Sin takes the power away and we can't free ourselves and we are doomed because of the wages of death. Now put all that together. We we allow Satan to trap us. He binds us by our sin. And as we do that, we are separated from God and not able to have the power to overcome. But God has a gift for us and God can change our status. What happened on the cross when the when the sinner said Jesus remember me? If the sinner will repent of his sins and believe, he can receive the forgiveness of God. Amen. It might mean we've been trapped. It might mean we're in the corner. It might mean we, we, we're just powerless. But if we accept the gift of God, it could change our life. There's a song that we sing in our churches entitled, I Surrender All. I Surrender All. When we're willing to surrender to God, we'll be triumphant over Satan. But if we're not willing to surrender to God, to Jesus... We will not be triumph over Satan. Satan ain't dumb. Satan knows where to attack us. You know, at times we think, well, I'm powerful. I can do all things. Well, we can only do all things through what? Through Christ. And if we're trying to do it on our own, let me tell you, Satan will win every time. You ever play a game with a smart five-year-old? And they beat you every time. Elizabeth, do you do that? I know you're not five, but I bet you you I bet you, bet win over daddy, don't you? But, you know, there you are as that mature adult. And here's this smart, young, under your breath, you're saying punk, but you can't say that. And they're beating you. Let me tell you something. You try to do it in your own strength, Satan will beat us. Is Satan winning? On some fronts, he is, isn't he? On some fronts, Satan is winning today. Children of God, we need to see that there is power in God's Word. We are fortunate to have multiple copies in all different languages, but we're not reading it. You say, well, I know it. If I asked you to quote for me today, scripture how much could you quote now i know it's not just about that but but how much do we know we need to be refreshed every day of the promises of god and in doing so it gives us the it gives us the ammunition it gives us what we need to confront satan afresh and anew and we need this you know, a lot of times people will quote a verse and you say, well, where is that from? Well, somewhere in the Bible. We need to know where it's from. We need to know. Can we beat triumph? Can we beat Satan? Yes. But we need to accept the gift that God has given us through His Son, Jesus Christ, and we can defeat Him. Let's pray. Let's Christ seventy, Father, Lord, I just thank you. Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you, Lord, that we would see the importance of not allowing Satan to trap us and to trick us and to trample us. Lord, he will, but Lord, help us and guide us. and Lord, just give us the strength we need. Lord, I ask this in your son's name. Amen.